Rappers and them Cartiers I do my thing any harder way And if you know where we're going Then you probably gonna be coming with us Okay, uh, so First things first um, We had a We had a pretty crazy week Wild week yeah, this is not what I – I didn't even know trades were allowed to happen right now. I thought they had to wait till after the season, like the postseason was over. Yeah, because it's supposed – I think it's not official official. They have to wait for the league year to end, um, which is after the postseason, obviously. But um, I think it's, like, unofficially official, you know. Because I saw a tweet that said it was the, the trade is official. Yeah, I saw that so too. I don't, I don't know if it's, it could be because like, there's weird deadlines as opposed to most years because of COVID. Right. And it's teasing and pushed back. I don't know if that's it. Like, I, I just I think I've never seen a move happen right now. Yeah, um, yeah so that was that was surprising to wake up to. Um, we also got some coaching updates on yeah. who the Celtics head coach may be. There's three, it looks like it's down to three names pretty much. Um, Udoka, outside of outside of maybe Laranega, if he's maybe, have you heard anything? Maybe I haven't heard anything about Laranega uh, getting the job. So the, I mean, it looks like it's down to these three: uh, Udoka, uh, Darvin, I believe, Darvin Ham, and then Chauncey uh-huh. Billups. Which, so they're all getting second interviews. Yeah, which pretty much means if those are the three getting second interviews, they're probably going to be the the three. Um, we kind of talked, and we pretty much it seemed like we all. Pretty much agree. I at least said I like Adoka and Ham the best, or at least one of the Bucks guys, whoever they favored. Right. But not a huge fan of Billups, but either way, um, I don't know. If Hopefully, it's not the coach that that taught Giannis how to shoot free throws. No, I think that was Jason Kidd. We'll just blame that on Jason Kidd. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, <laughs> dude, I saw a tweet that was so funny. It's like at least at least, at least uh, Ben Simmons doesn't waste your time when he's going to free throws. It right. takes a whole ten seconds just to break it. <laughs> At least Ben Simmons knows that it goes up there just ready to miss. Like he makes it quick, yeah, um, exactly. quick and painless. So I don't know if I mentioned this. I think we speculated. I don't know if we knew for sure. So Yudoka did coach that World Cup team that did have Smart Brown and Tatum on it. So they do have a relationship okay. with him. So maybe that can lead. Obviously, Tatum and Brown are. I mean, probably all three of them are going to have a huge decision in this. But that's just we at least know that they have a. Uh, over relationship with Adoka, so there was also that's some the coaching update. There were also some Brad Stevens news today, right? Uh, what do you mean? There was a report, Jared Jared Weiss. Yeah, I did read that. Yeah, okay, I yeah, was just reading that. Um, two things. Uh, when Blake Griffin, I'm going to read a bit of it, um, was choosing a team to join the season after his buyout with the Pistons, he reportedly, quote, asked a Celtics player if he should join the team midseason and was told not to because of, of apparent dysfunction, unquote. So that's yeah, I didn't get that. I read the part. That's weird. Um, I read the article, too, the uh-huh. one by Weiss, and he was talking about how it seemed like they had a, they had a, like the relationship wasn't terrible, but it seemed like Stevens was basically just continually, like, bitching at Kemba for playing shitty defense yeah um and the other other quote that I saw was uh several Celtics players welcome coaching changes and felt like Brad favored Marcus Smart which yeah I think he does (laughs) that's what was funny when like you first got hired it's like it's like like, is Marcus gonna just get the max is that what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. but yeah I did read that that seemed kind of it didn't really surprise me though like I uh, he'd been there a really long time and Smart was there his like they both have like smart's been his only coach i mean smart's only coach has been brad stevens and brad stevens the only player he's had that entire tenure is mark 
Smart. So it's understandable they have such a relationship. And Marcus Smart mm-hmm. is like the exact type of player Brad Stevens, like the type of coach that he is. He's a defense first guy. Yeah. Marcus Smart clearly being a um, an all defense caliber defender. Um, so they just kind of go hand in hand. They're they're a good fit for each other. So it's not too surprising. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if. Maybe Marcus Smart gets a little over over market value deal. I'm hoping not. I'm hoping maybe he takes a team friendly one, but I don't think Stevens is going to want to lose them. Do you think we were we've been talking previously about the money Fournier is going to get, and you say three for thirty three, something like around the eleven twelve million dollar range? So I'm thinking now it might be it might be a little bit shorter because we'll get to that later once we get to the trade talks. But yeah. I'm thinking maybe it's maybe it's going to be a two year deal. Okay, and. uh do you want to just transition, use this as a transition to get to the trade talks? What do you think Marcus's value is for not, uh, not in trade, but I mean, what do you think a contract extension would look like for Marcus? Smart? Something fair. I don't know. I think something similar to what he has now. I think like if he gets like four for 60, Oh, maybe too bad. I was going to say four for, yeah, four for 45, but yeah, I mean, that's like similar. It, it sounds that's, like a big gap, but it's only like three more mil a year. So it's yeah. like, it's whatever. Uh, I think somewhere probably around the mid-teens is fair for Marcus Smart. I think anything more than that, you're overpaying. Um, so, yeah, wait, so Fournier, yeah, because, yeah, okay. Um, never mind. I figured, I figured I was trying to think in my brain how the math is working, but I figured it out. That is um, what you're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so, we can move on to trade talks now that we uh, kind of gave a little coaching update. So, mm-hmm. obviously, the big news is the Kemba Walker trade. We had Kemba Walker, a first-round pick, which was the 16th overall pick in this year's draft, yeah. and I believe a 2025 second-round pick. Yeah, 25. Um, in exchange for Al Horford, Moses Brown, and um, a second-round pick, I believe, in 2023. Yeah. So, so how I, how I broke it, I think Weiss was actually the one that broke it down. He's basically like, okay, so you're trading Horford – you're basically just trading Horford for Kemba and then Moses Brown for a first round for the 16th pick. And right. Moses Brown, he had a, I mean, we obviously saw him have a huge game when we played against him. Right. But he's a project player, but he's gotten better every single, like every single year. I mean, he's only been in the league two years, uh-huh. but he went from being kind of a, a decent G league player to last year. He's like a G league all-star or no, he's a G league all-star rookie year. Now he's playing in the big with the big boys and, He's been successful. He's a great offensive rebounder. He's good around the rim. Yep. But other than that, he doesn't really have a whole lot. But he's an athlete. He's big. Um, maybe Brad – or not Brad. It sounds so weird. We're not talking about Brad. Maybe maybe they can turn him to a good rim protector. Um, I think he's going to start out probably as a, a third big or maybe even a fourth big that's just, you know, comes in when, when guys are out or they need some energy. But Right. Um, I'm happy. I'm. I he's do still like, like 21 years old, so I don't think it's the worst thing in the yeah, world that he's – uh, I'm just getting I'm, him for, for that 16th overall pick. So, I mean, we spent 16th overall pick on, I believe it was 16 or 17 for fucking Gershon. So, <laughs> right. um, I am skeptically optimistic about this. Like, obviously, in the previous episode, I voiced my displeasure over Al Horford. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I still... I, I think he's old. I think he's pretty much a bum. But I did see something today that was like, he is the guy that got Jalen um, Tatum to this point. I, I just think I just think he brings a different skill set than Rob, which is, which is nice. 
to have. Yeah. yeah. Um, you definitely cut out there. So I just kind of started talking over it. Yeah. Right. But um, he brings a different skill set than Rob. He's a little bit bigger. He's known for being a good, uh, one of the better defenders on Embiid. It looks like he's probably not going to be able to guard power forwards like he used to when he played in Boston a few years ago. But he can still guard the center as well. He's a little bit bigger of a body, so he can handle those bigger guys that Rob struggles with. He also can space the floor. He shot mm-hmm. 37% from three last year, which is better than what any kind of uh, big we, spacing for that we had for big last year. I think even Tice was only like 35%. Right. So, or even maybe even lower than that. But he provides he provides spacing, provides a bigger body and a good defender. So I'm I'm all for it. I think that this gives us at least more of an identity as a team. Yeah. So we trade away probably our worst defender in our rotation and we replaced him with a solid defender. Yep. And we were, I think we were 10th last year in offense and we were 14th in defense. So we didn't really have an identity. We we're kind of good. We we're kind of like a little bit of average. Now we're going to, I think pretty much any coach we're going to get, I think we're going to turn us into a, a, we're just going to be a really good defensive team with the, with the team that we have. Absolutely. Um, I, it brings up a, a really interesting off season. Fun fact, Al Horford is going to his uh, – he's going to be a free agent, I believe, in 2022-2020, like going to the 2022-2023 season. Right. He's got this year, which would be 2021-2022. Maybe 2023. No, I think it's tw- – yeah, 2023. He's got two years left. Yeah, two years. But also that means if he does – where whenever he becomes a free agent, I think he's got two more years left on his deal. When he does become a free agent, I think is the same year. If Brad Beal turns down his player option, he'll be a free agent. So something yeah. to watch out for. And we'd that have is, a bunch of cap space. That is that is the uh, speculation right now. The cap space. Am I cutting out? Can you hear me? You're good right now, but I'm okay. sure next next time we try to make a point, it's gonna cut out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that is nice. It is so. Basically, what we did was trade Kemba for Horford and got back an of uh, a year of salary we cut down one year of max salary and uh in the long run i think brad is i like i think brad's in for a big summer i hope i hope he is at least i think i think that there's going to be a lot of moves and i think brad is gonna sort of take the reins and build a team a different way than danny has you know yeah and well, the Moses brown pick like he like you said he is 21 but he is signed for three more years and he's signed for 4.8 over the next three years, like total. Right. So he's right. making one, so he's making literally pennies on a dollar. So mm-hmm. there's no point to just not try and keep him and try and develop him as, cause I mean, he's shown a lot more than a lot of other guys. I don't know. I don't think it's the worst. I don't think that's just, it's a guy with upside. I don't think that's the right. worst thing in the world to have. So I don't know. Not at all. Assets, cheap assets are hard to come by in, the, in today's NBA. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not hitting on every draft pick. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we don't know. We don't. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, we and like we've got a poor draft class coming up outside of maybe top four guys, and like, yeah, like the top four guys, uh, Cade Cunningham, Mobley, Kaminga. I'd probably say top. I'd probably even say top six because what's his name? There's Scotty Barnes from FSU, who can who's really good at like everything but shooting. Yep. And there's Kuminga and Jalen Green from the G. Yeah, those those are my top. Like, I think there, I think there are four standout guys, and it's Green Suggs. Oh, Suggs too. Yeah, that's five. Yeah, Suggs yeah. is good. Yeah, but but like what I, what I'm saying is outside that we're we were picking sixteen. Yeah, we're not we're not picking six. We're not picking fit. So it doesn't like those guys aren't gonna fall to us. So no. whatever. I, I I don't care. I don't. I mean, I don't know how good Brad could be. Just a terrible drafter. Like, he'd just be the worst at evaluating draft talent. Right. So we don't we don't know that yet. So 
I'm sure whoever the 16th pick is is going to wind up becoming like a, a multi-time all-star and it's going to look really bad right, yeah, later well, on. Just cause, yeah. But for right now I'm, I'm okay with trading away the 16th pick. Cause I mean, and the same people that are going to be mad about it are the same people that have been, that have been complaining about Naismith and Romeo the last two years. So right. <laughs> um, there's really no winning there. No, it's, it's hard to hit on the 16th pick. Like, Drafting, like drafting, there is, it's hit or miss, you know. Yeah, it's kind of a crapshoot. I mean, you could. So I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, yeah. But what that also means now is, I'm assuming like Cornette, he gets, he, he is waived. Uh, all of our others, like I'm assuming, ta- I don't know what happens to Taco. It only really matters with Taco. Right. Um, but even with that, we have four. Even if we make all those moves for all the centers and don't really play, we still have four centers on the roster. Three of which are like starting quality center. Uh, uh-huh center options so i do do you think that we're going to move on from tristan thompson or do you think we're going to try and play two bigs again of some sort maybe start al horford have tristan come off the bench maybe have al horford and tristan come off the bench yeah that that if we do keep tristan thompson that second option is probably my favorite having al and tristan come off the bench and uh, i i've heard a lot of people saying that too because like it's not great spacing, but it's gonna be a great defensive bench unit. Yeah, and I don't know. We could figure it out. You don't have to have incredible offense around it. I'm sure they could figure it out because Al Horford can shoot. He's a great facilitator. Mm-hmm. With that, with that second unit though, we would need a massive step from Naismith. We would need Pritchard to continue playing how he has been, and we would need. We yeah, we definitely need more offense. Yeah, and we'd we'd need another wing guy like. Maybe offense you, is, is going to be hard to come by if that's the case. Yeah. Maybe Jabbar. Like, um, I'm, I'm Romeo, obviously, to... he needs to develop something, whether or not it's that just being able to hit a consistent corner. Right. Yeah. I want Semi-Ojale gone. I don't think Grant gets two bigs. I don't think Grant gets many minutes in this rotation. No, Grant's going to get zero minutes. Um, yeah. Semi's going to be gone. I don't think there's any chance we get Semi back. I'm sure you're excited about that. Yeah, I am. I'm through the roof. Um, I obviously don't have to trade on just keep we keep Carson on the bench just because we still have control of him. But yeah. I, I, I just think there will be a move. Um, did you notice Kyle Kuzma took Lakers out of his Instagram bio? I didn't know. I saw I that love on Kuzma. Twitter. I, dude, I would love I honestly, Kyle Kuzma. I honestly think, dude, I had this I tweeted it and I was like, I have this weird feeling that LeBron, obviously, him and Tristan Thompson, been longtime teammates. Thompson's yep. a clutch client. I'm pretty right. Sounds right. I'm yep. going to yeah. assume it's right. And he had shit center play this year between Mark Gasol and Andre Drummond. Maybe, maybe he calls up. He wants his old buddy back. Maybe we trade. Yep. I don't know. Maybe we trade Thompson and something else, whether it's another a young player that could be something. Maybe we trade a couple second round picks. Yeah, and we we get Kyle Kuzma, who's a oh. guy that we don't we don't need, but a guy that might help, especially provide offense. And he's not like a terrible defender; he's not great, but he's pretty. I think he's pretty middle of the road defensively. But he's a mobile, bigger guy. Yeah, he can what? play the four. He can he's play what, the like three. six eight, six eight. Yeah, he's like yeah, he's like six eight. He's not incredibly fast, but he, he's a power. He's a backup power forward who right now looks like that's Jabari, and we know Jabari can't play any defense. So no. And well, Jabari I, really can't shoot threes either, so. I would be very interested to see a bench unit with Kuzma, Jabari, um, Al, Al Horford, Naismith, and Pritchard with uh, Rome, Romeo mixed in there too for defense. 
I think the, that six guys, those six guys on a bench unit would be sweet. I, I think um, we need a starting point guard now. Is it, it's, you, you don't trust Marcus Smart? I, I do trust Marcus Smart, but I love and trust them, right? I, yeah, and I like, I, 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 I think that it raises our ceiling defensively a lot having Marcus Smart at the, uh, at the at point guard. Yeah, and we have Pritchard come off the bench. I wouldn't are hate you, it. Though. I wouldn't okay hate it. Having, who is available? Third, we could get like a lot of people to try to get Rondo. Would be interesting. I've heard a lot of Rondo talk. I have heard um, Rondo too. I don't know how many free agents. I mean, he'd be willing to accept the mid-level exception for like nine mil. Um, I don't know if there's any guys that fit within the trade exception that we could get that are available for point guards that are like decent point guards that are pretty cheap. I've heard, I've heard Rondo, but I, I, I like having Marcus Smart the point guard. I talked about it where I think he's best when he is facilitating. And I think when he is the point guard, I know it sounds weird because, like, Kemba wasn't even a pass-first guy, but I think when he is the point guard and the ball is just in his hands a lot more, I think he does look to facilitate more. Uh-huh. And I think he will try to facilitate more. And then just defensively, that's just so switchable, especially if they do wind up getting a guy that's, I don't know, like, like I said, Kuzma's decent, but even him, like, being 6'8", you have, Marcus Smart at like six four, and obviously he plays bigger than he is because he's 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 a long defender and he's the fucking thick as hell. You have Jalen Brown who's Whoa. six six. You have That's Jason Tatum. He's, what the thick as he thick he's, as hell? You said he's long and thick, bro. That's yeah, yeah. Hold up, love, love and trust. Bump um, the brakes there. And you, if say you, if you do get Kuzma or someone else, that's I mean Kuzma, Nance, Kyle Anderson. Those have been the three names I've heard. Yeah. Either or either one of those guys are all six like six eight, six nine. Then you have Tatum who's six nine. And then you have I don't know whoever's starting at center, Rob, who's six eight. And if you have Al Horford playing playing uh playing in that unit, he's six yep. ten and switchable. Mm-hmm. Like that'd be such a switchable, such a deadly lineup. Like yeah. This this team is if they do go out and get a power forward that's at least a decent defender. Uh-huh. then this could be like a seriously, seriously good defensive team. Obviously, depending on the coach, too. I think it would have to be a defensive-minded coach if they were to lead this defense, but a exactly. lot of defense potential. I think I think if we go the – if we don't target like a legit point guard and get a guy in the 10 to 15 mil range, um, I think I would really want one, two of the three that you just brought up, Kuzma, Nance, or Kyle Anderson. Two of those three. I, I think two – I don't think there's any way we get two because I think they'll probably look – especially if one – I mean, I think both Anderson – I don't – I think both Anderson and Nance are trade – or guys that we need to trade for. Yeah, and so I'm, I don't know, maybe – I'm saying that would be – that we would probably have to move on from Tristan Thompson at that point. Yeah, which – 100 – I mean, I'm assuming that he's getting moved regardless. I, I was assuming he'd be the one trade for, but – I was saying with two of those guys, I think it'd be a little counterproductive. I do think if we do get two guys that are rotation players, I think one should, probably should be not necessarily a point guard, but a, a facilitating like guard wing kind of player. Okay. And I do think if we are, if we're acquiring a guy that's seriously going to help us, I do think we have to give up on Romeo or Smith mm-hmm. or Pritchard. One of those three, because I think they're, they're really only our assets that we should be willing to move. Yeah. Or, and I've heard a lot of people thinking that we're going to move on from Rob, that if we're not going to resign him, which I obviously hate, but. I do too. But I mean, if he is injury prone and does keep up, uh, I it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. It would suck watching him play super well because I know he's got so much talent. I know he's a beast. Yeah, but if if it is one of those things where he wants he wants a I don't know four for eighty or something like that. 
Yeah. And the, the Celtics aren't going to pay that. Then they just, they, they trade him away where they can get some value for him. That wouldn't, that, that would suck obviously, but at the same time, I, I couldn't blame Brad for making that decision there. Right. And you could get some decent stuff back for him. Cause he is obviously he's a great player. Mm-hmm. He is. And that, and it would, it would have to be a really nice package for me to be, uh, for me to be happy about it. Pause. Like I think it would have to be one of those guys like Rob or I mean not Rob, uh Nance or Kyle. Like it has to be guys immediately gonna impact and I would maybe, not I would not be I would not be happy with a Rob for Kyle Anderson move. Not at all. I don't know what the year is on the contract. I know Nance has at least another year after that. But if we're getting a guy that's gonna actually be able to help us rather than just letting him walk for nothing, mm-hmm. then I would I, like it sucks, but that's sometimes just the there's the reality of it. Yeah. So Kemba's in OKC. I'm I'm interested what they're gonna do with him in OKC. Yeah, I am I mean, too. They literally like basically just paid uh, Al Horford to sit on his ass for the second half of the season. Uh huh. So I'm wondering if they try to play Kemba. Maybe they play him like similar to what they did with uh, Al Horford this year, and they play him for like the first half, try and get his trade value up, and then try and move on from him. Uh huh. That would make the most yeah. sense logically. They're still they are deep in a rebuild right now. Yeah. Depending on how the Clippers do, like I think, I think, I think teams might get desperate too, and like they might want a point guard. Like I do think the Clippers have an opportunity if they get rolled by the Suns. I think if they're close, they probably don't try and. I mean, I don't know. Even if they're close, they might try and make that move. The Clippers are a team that really needs a point guard. The yeah. uh, even though he doesn't really fit with them, I think they need more facilitator. Um, the Knicks, if they just strike out on everyone, Kemba's yeah. a New York guy. I don't think they'd be the huh. worst thing in the world. Uh, that's why I kind of want to hold on to him for the same time, but I'm glad we at least got something instead of just having to hold on to an, a disgruntled player right. to start the next season. So I'm glad we were able to make the trade when we did, but, but obviously not, not ideal. And I, I wrote about it too. I was like, I mentioned this was the trade I mentioned was one of my three trades. And I was like, this is probably my least favorite of the three. Yeah. I think the other, I think the other one what was the other one I had. The other one I had us getting a three-way deal with us getting Pat Bev and Larry Nance. Okay. And then I can't remember what the other one was now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, the other one was the was the Pelicans. It was like a sign-in trade. It was like preferably I would like Lonzo if we could, but I'd also yep. take like Josh Hart and Steven Adams. Steven Adams only has two more years left. That was the other one that I said, and I was like, well, I wouldn't want to give a pick if I was doing that. But because I think obviously Zion's clearly not happy, and and yeah. maybe maybe Kemba would have made him happy. So I think that was another one, and that was I would like that better because because I don't know. I mean, you're getting two solid players, you're getting a solid wing. I mean, Josh Hart doesn't he's a decent defender, really good rebounding guard, but yeah, not a not a primary ball handler though. No, but just just two more assets, and then you, we could always flip them later on. They both would be under deals that would be easily moved. Uh huh. But that, that didn't happen. We got Al Horford. But- no, and and the money the money is better now, which is which is a big big thing. This yeah. year's free agent class is uh, trash. I think the best guy is possibly Kawhi and Paul George. But like, I think they're both eligible. I think they both might resign, especially making the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. I don't think Kawhi is leaving LA. No, I don't think so either. And we talked about it last time too. It's like he's he wants to be close to his family. Yeah. And I think that's LA is the closest, right? Because Sacramento's north, isn't it? Yeah, way north. Is he a Sac Town guy? No, he's a San Diego guy. Oh, okay. So he's Southern California. Yep. Like he played at he played at San Diego State. Like he's he's a big time like one. 
because obviously i don't do you know a story about like his dad i don't his dad got like literally just like mugged and shot at a car wash that he owned growing up so he's been like and that's why like a lot of people claim that's the reason why like his uh why he's his personality is like that he's just been like shut in because of it. it's kind of it's kind of a sad story when you really talk about it he obviously doesn't open up to very many people but he's clearly he's made it known that he wants to be closer to home like he wants to be with his be be close to his mom which is can't really blame a guy for that no not at all so i don't think i don't think i don't think he leaves i don't think he leaves the clippers at all I don't know how close, how close is Phoenix from. I think Phoenix is pretty far. I think we looked that up last time, didn't we? Or a couple times Phoenix, ago. Phoenix is like it was like my, pretty guess, far. my guess from LA like, to Phoenix would be like fifteen hours. I think it was like seven. Seven? I don't know, man. Let me look it up. Yeah, let's, we're gonna have to look it up. Let's um, do some investigative journalism here. Yeah, but either way, I was like, maybe that was the closest one. So Sandy, it'd have to be well, it'd have to be San Diego from Phoenix because that's where he's driving from. Like he commutes from San Diego every day. Does he really? Yeah, which is kind of interesting. Um, yeah, their team that could oh, – uh, I don't – Phoenix to L.A. is five and a half hours on the road. Yeah, I didn't think it was very far. How far is San Diego? Probably probably relatively similar, five hours. Yeah. So, that, I guess that wouldn't be too crazy of a drive. I think San Diego is like, like three hours from L.A. or two, hour, two and a half, two hours from L.A., something like that. But. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's – so, I think they're probably staying – They'll probably just resign. I'm trying to think of other f- big name free agents that were available. There wasn't much. Demar Derozan. I think a lot of teams are going to be kind of holding on to their. Uh, this is supposed to be a huge class, but I think a lot of teams are just going to try and hold on to that cap space. Yeah, yeah. And DeMar- maybe wait another. Demar Derozan, Demar Derozan is a uh, candidate. Who had yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah, resurgent year. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. Yeah, he was one where I was like, maybe if he's just out, out, that'd be cool to do a sign and trade for Kemba, but. That doesn't look like that's going to happen. He's obviously probably just going to sign straight up somewhere. I don't know where he's going to go. Maybe he goes back to Toronto. I'm, I think they have cap space. I can't think of any big contracts they have. Oh, Lowry's a free agent too. Yeah, Lowry's a free agent, but yeah, he's so get, he he's in line for thirty million. He's going to get a bag too. It's crazy because he's like 35, 36. Like he's old. I didn't realize how old he was. Is he really? I thought he was like thirty one, thirty two. No, he's old, dude. He's like oh. he's been in the league for a while. Dude. He wasn't good till he has. Like, yeah, he played 20. in Memphis and he played oh, a lot Houston. of Houston. Yeah. He yeah, he was like 20 he was like literally like 28 before he started like playing playing well. Uh-huh. Like it took him a long time to really figure it out. So, uh anything else on the Kemba trade? No, I Would you call it a success? Uh I mean, I guess cuz he was truly frustrated like it seems like from all signs. If this was just a straight up trade for no no apparent reason, then yeah, I would be frustrated. I, I wouldn't consider it a success, yeah. but because of the situation, the extenuating circumstances, big word for you. Um, I think, I think, <laughs> I think that it's a, I think it's a, it's a pretty good move. Yeah. I don't, I, like I said, I do not like Al Horford. I'm excited. I'm tentatively excited is, is where I'm, where I'm at. I have high hopes for the for the defensive potential of this team. Okay, I like that. Offensively, they make struggle, especially if they don't re-sign Fournier or they get another player that's a, a plus offensive player. But we'll worry about that later. Defense is going to hold you in games. We've seen how how good defenses over the past couple of years have been able to have been successful because it's more it's just easier. Right. Um, a lot of that does have to do with coaches' philosophy and the coach that we hire, but we'll figure that out down the road. 
some other talking points I had. So Tatum, I don't know if you saw Tatum. He's playing for Team USA this year. Yep. So are you concerned at all about how he just has basically just taken no rest over the past two seasons? Uh, I think the dude's a hooper, and I think he is seeing – I think he understands that when you're the guy – you're expected to be the guy for 48 minutes, you know, like we've, we've we saw Kevin Durant play that game. Uh, what was it? Game five. He played all 48 minutes of game five, put up 49. Like that's what the guy does. You know, that's what your dude goes out and plays ball. So I have, I have no reservations with him. Yeah. I mean, I, I like around, being around other, Kyrie and Katie really mended their friendship. Uh-huh. And I can mention some of the guys right now. Uh, Devin Booker announced today that he's playing. Yeah, like, he's that. probably set in Phoenix for the, at least the next couple of years. Yeah, and I believe I saw Draymond. Yeah, Draymond's on there too. And uh, the real deal, Beal, his BFF, deal. is yeah, on it too. Yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of things are pointing to uh, uh, Bradley Beal. Bradley, Bradley Beal, St. Louis, St. Louis connection in B Town. Little Shamanad. Yes, sir. I would be all for that. Yeah, I would like Beal. It'd be a couple years down the road. I think Beal would be like, I don't know, 31. I feel like he's like 28 right now. Close to it. Sounds yeah. right. Um, I don't he know, was like, what? He was in the like Anthony 31 Davis when that happens, 30, 31. But like I said, like the, it would work out money-wise in a couple of years as long as they don't extend guys too far. And like we talked about that with, For- like with Fournier's contract, not extending him too far past and really kind of screwing it up for when we do have all that free money. Yeah. But that also could be a reason why Fournier may not sign. Maybe he wants to sign a, a long-term deal, have that security. So, I don't know. Hopefully, can get, it's coming down again. Jesus. Yeah, I hope <laughs> so. Um, Brad Beal was in the Anthony Davis draft class, right? Uh, yes, he went third, I believe. Or four? I thought it was fourth. Either no, way. He went third. Him, him, and, him and Tatum were – because it was like they both went – Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. They both, they both went to Shaman. They both went number three overall. Okay, yeah. They have that, like, weird connection. Yeah. Weird coincidence. Um, so we have that. We have the Team USA stuff. I'd be interested to see maybe our future coaches coaching there. I don't know. I believe Popovich is still coaching, so maybe Udoka is on the staff. That would be cool. So maybe maybe we could even bond even closer with our future coach. Yeah. I think Tatum is probably going to be the one on there unless maybe a bunch of guys drop out. Maybe Marcus Smart can slide on there. I think that's very doubtful, though. Like Usually yeah, Team no. USA, you get the, the cream of the crop. Uh, we also have the remaining playoff series. We have obviously the Suns kind of put the put the fucking whoop in on the Nuggets. Yeah, they did. Gave them um, fucking ran them off the tracks. Yeah, they fucking holy shit. Do you hear this? Can you hear this through my mic? The rain. Oh. Holy it, shit! It's it so boring? loud. Yeah. It is downpour. Like, it is so loud right now. Um. So Clippers Jazz series. The Clippers. Uh, they're they're gonna be playing the Suns in the Western Conference Final. Did you watch the game at all last night? Yeah, I watched, I watched both games, the Hawks too. Yeah. I fell asleep at because I had to fucking wake up at 5 a.m. to drive to uh, Old Orchard Beach to go coach. So I, I only watched like the first half, and it was starting to become a blowout. Like, uh, what's his name? Jordan Clarkson caught fire. Yeah. And I was like, well, this game's over. They're up like 20 right now, like the third quarter. Mm-hmm. So I went to bed, and then I woke up the next morning, and it's like Terrence Mann just fucking torched. Rudy Gobert. Rudy yeah. Gobert. Three-time Defensive Player of the Year awards getting picked on by fucking Terrence Mann. That guy's a bitch. Rudy Gobert. And that's a- just – I think Draymond made the point. I don't know how recently he made the point. He, uh, 
he won some show and he was basically like, you can't consider someone the defensive player of the year. If you can play them off the court, it's like, you can't play me off the court. If you go big, you can't play me off the court. If you go small, you can't play me off the court. Right. You can play Rudy Gobert off the court. And they basically they, uh, did they that. attacked him last night. Yeah. They, they spaced the floor out. They made him, they made him move his feet. They didn't let him get comfortable and they, they really yeah. put it to him. Uh-huh. They, they left Donovan Mitchell out to dry by the jazz did by having Rudy play like the, having Rudy in the position he was last night. Yeah. But I mean, that's what, that's what happens. You, you build around, you give these centers, these big deals. And there's, there's only really three centers. I think you can't play off the court. And I think it's bam. I think it's Joel Embiid and it's uh, Jokic. Jokic. Yeah. Everyone else, you can't be paying these guys because teams can go small. They can abuse you. And it's like, that's why I like the Al Horford thing because right now I feel like no matter what big or what type of lineup they throw at us, I think we can compete with the, with the roster that we have, especially if you get say a Larry Nance or Kyle Anderson, that's like, if teams go really small, like we can put one of those guys at center. Yeah. So I think that we're very equipped now to do that. Like, I don't think we should offer Rob a huge contract. He's not a center that's going to be able to, playing the court against anyone. I love Rob. I think he's an incredible center. I think he's an incredible uh, talent, but you, you can play centers off the court too easy. So you can't pay them unless there's that good that you can't play them off the court. And we saw that defense player of the year, all NBA player, um, Rudy Gobert, just absolutely good play off the court. Yeah. What do you, I've been seeing a lot of takes that like um, to transition a little bit somewhere else. Uh, Evan Mobley has been getting a lot. He's like, this is the face of the new NBA center. Like this is the play style. This is how the, the five in the new NBA works. Like Embiid will bully the shit out of that guy. Like he's, yeah, he's that guy to town. Everyone. I feel like every young center though, like struggles to start because center is like the most physical position. Yeah. Like he's going to struggle to start, but he's super talented. Like everyone I've heard watch him. I haven't obviously watched. I don't watch much college basketball, but everyone I've heard watch him like, this is probably the best center prospect I've seen since Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. Like just prospect coming out. Mm-hmm. And obviously they have a little bit different of a skill set, but they just like a lot of people I've heard have been like, yeah, it's, he, he's, he's going to be good. Like I'd be very surprised from pretty much everyone I've heard. Like I said, I'm not making a take on him. I haven't watched him enough. Um, I was going to start doing some draft deep dives, but now there's really no point seeing how we don't have a pick to like the 47th pick or something like that next yeah. this year. Um, so I haven't done much research. I've just heard a lot of good things about Mobley. Yeah. And he has a brother, doesn't he, too? Yeah, on on USC, yeah. Yeah. Is he, like, a younger brother? Are they twins? I I think he's a little bit younger. It's, like, Evan and uh, – um, Well, Evan uh, was a freshman this year, wasn't he? Evan Mobley? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so is his, is his other brother older or younger? I have no idea. He's, he's, he's either going to be a twin or older. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to be yeah, younger. Yeah. No. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure. No. I, I think he's going to be good. Yeah, he was the other – he was the one I couldn't think of earlier when you were naming off names. Obviously, you were considering one of those top five prospects. I was, trying yeah. to, I was like, I know Suggs and uh, Suggs and Cunningham, and then you know, the two G League guys. But, yeah, he's the fifth. He's, he's solid from what I've heard. Um Obviously, um, pretty speaking, much every speaking of centers, speaking of centers, we saw uh, DeAndre Ayton is becoming a borderline all-star. Dude, he's been so good. I mean, he would dude, that's the toughest matchup ever. Like, Jokic had, he kind of had his way, but at the same time, like, he was providing resistance. I'm pretty sure the time that they're on the court together, DeAndre Ayton had a, they, they won the minutes on the court together. If you're winning the minutes against the MVP head-to-head, uh-huh. 
That's yeah. like, like he's like, like I've, I've, I've been saying, like they're legitimately a big three now with the way DeAndre Ayton's playing. He was been inconsistent throughout the year. They a bunch of people complained about his lack of aggression, but he looked he looked like a man this uh this whole playoff run. He's looked like an absolute man amongst boys, and he dominated the Lakers big men too. Yeah, but he's just really good. Like like they have they have a legitimate big three now with with those three. I wouldn't be surprised if a year, maybe two years down the road, he's making an All Star game. Like he's 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 really good, and he was he's been really good. Yeah, um, he's got it all there. He's gonna it's gonna be like the Washington thing, I think. Where I mean, you have. You have Trey Young and uh, Luca in that same draft class, and uh, Aiton went number one. I don't think the Suns in a few years are going to have any regrets about it. They're obviously would love to have Luca, but at the same time, they're like, we got to, like, we got to. I'm sure he's going to be an All NBA player by the time it's all said. Yeah, done. like the he's going to be big man, the best young big man right now. Yeah, he's going to be dominant for a while. And it's like, yeah, I mean, uh, what are we going to do? Not take the guy that's consensus number one overall pick that very clearly has the skip, like. It's very yeah. clearly good. Like, we're not going to have any. It's like a Lajuan. It's like, okay, well, yeah, if Jordan wasn't picked third, then no one would be complaining about the Rockets taking a Lajuan. Like, yeah. and they still they won championships, so I guess it's not going to complain. I mean, the Suns have a very good chance to win a championship this year, but. I, I think so. Yeah, but speaking of, I mean, speaking of Trey Young, that series has been, been pretty good. Um, it has. Last night there was a, did you watch the game? Yes, I watched, I, I watched that full game. I wasn't, like, fully, fully paying attention. So I was trying to like input stats, but I I was yeah I watched the whole game. I watched the little like skirmish between Embiid and uh, Collins after Collins fucking murdered him. He did. Collins got up there, but I was I was gonna point out the Hawks were down like down three with I think it was like a minute and change to go, minute maybe four or five seconds, and uh, Trey Young got absolutely hacked coming up the floor, and it was a no call, and the they were the Hawks were down by three, and that. Like there was no chance they'd win the game. Like he literally got bullied off the ball as he was bringing, like coming across half court, and they just like they they snatched it from him, and uh, that was uh, that was the wrap. Yeah, I, I remember I heard that because I was like listening to it. I don't, I wasn't directly watching it, but I think it was like Seth Curry like picked him or something like that. Yeah, and he and and Trey Young got got beat up. That should that yeah. was a, that's an easy foul call. Yeah. Um. Also speaking at series. Um, Ben Simmons has been basically unplayable in the fourth quarter. I don't know if you've seen him. He's taken like four shots total in the fourth quarter. Yeah, in six games. Yeah, and they're they're hacking him intentionally because he's shooting. I believe he was two or four last night, but I think for the series he's probably shooting like thirty six percent from the free I, throw I line. Think, yeah, from the free throw line. Yeah, like like that's fucking ta- like he's like so he's almost he's like you can't play him offensively. Um, it's it's so bad. Like Tyrese Maxey was. It was a plus 12 last night. Like, Tyrus Maxey was the reason why they won that game, not Ben Simmons. Like, Ben Simmons did nothing offensively. He's yeah. obviously a great defender, but his offense, and they obviously haven't used him as a playmaker as much under Doc Rivers as they did at, under Brett Brown, but he just – that just does not look like a good fit for him. I mean, we'll see how the season goes. Maybe they put even more spacing around them, but they already have a team pretty well-equipped around Joel Embiid. I mean, the only real thing is it's just like Simmons feels like he's – he obviously has his games, but right now in the playoffs, like he's just struggling. Like the Hawks have figured out a way to make him almost a non-factor offensively, which is very tough. Yeah, that game, game, uh, that game five that the Hawks won, the fourth quarter, Embiid and Seth Curry were the only two players to make a field goal the entire half. Yeah, Seth Curry's dude. Seth Curry's been like the second best player. Uh, Tobias has played well too, but Seth Curry's been really good this series. He's been better yeah, than Simmons this series. Yeah, so. Yeah, so we have Game Seven tomorrow night in that series. 
Um, I would like to see the Hawks win. I don't really like the Hawks. I just don't like the way Trey Young looks, but I'd much rather see them win than the Sixers. Same here. And I think whoever wins that series is going to get rolled by the uh, the Nets of the Bucks, which which they yeah. play tonight. Which That's is, nice. Yeah, the Bucks. Middleton was huge last night. He hadn't been really great this series overall, but he had a huge game six. Yeah. Uh, the Nets are Harden's looking. He looked okay last game. He really looked bad in game five. But Harden, him just being, Harden looked gimpy a little bit game six too. Like, yeah, he looks he looks slow. He just looked a little bit more comfortable. Like he's just like you could tell there's an opportunity for like a fast break with like he and I don't know, it was like Bruce Brown or something. He just like didn't even try. Mm-hmm. He, like he just like slowed it up and waited for the offense to set up. You can tell he's he's slow and hobbled, but he's at least I think he now knows what he can and can't do. And he's he's still obviously effective because he still can shoot the ball. Right, extremely well, and he's a great, a great passer. So he's still being effective on the offensive side of the court, but it's definitely, it's definitely not the James Harden we're usually used to seeing. Now, right now, he's limited to limited to about three point shots and floaters. Like he's not attacking the rack. Like no, he has he's no explosiveness at all. This yeah. is just zero. Uh, moving side to side is tough. So, I mean, I mean, maybe not. <laughs> maybe this is just like the Hawks or Sixers year. Because I mean, if the Nets do win this game, the uh, and you have a, I don't think Harden's magically getting healed between in, in like one day's rest span. Like he's still yeah. gonna be hobbled, still just Kevin Durant. And I think if you have guys to guard Kevin Durant, I mean you have you have Ben you have Ben Simmons, who's obviously was a defense player of the year candidate, and Tobias at least has some length. And I don't I mean, I don't I don't know. They're gonna throw the whole sink at him, but on the other side you have Embiid that's gonna be you have no big cigar Embiid. Your biggest guy is Blake Griffin or Jeff Green or Nick Claxton, like those guys aren't big enough to stop Embiid. So I'll be very interested to see how uh, both these both these series play out. I would like to see. I, I think I'm. I think I'd rather see than I can't tell. I, I want whoever wins out of the next Bucks to make the finals. Um, I, I want. want it, I want it to be. Though. I want it to be either the Nets or the Hawks. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mind the Bucks. I'd like to just get. I don't know. I feel like it's just getting annoying with the narrative that like Giannis can't win. I think Gian, I think Giannis is just a center. I think that's what it comes down to. You just got to start playing power forward. Like you just you just got to play him like he's a center if you're if you're his coach. I hate watching um, Giannis. To be honest with you, I hate every minute that he's on TV. Hey, yeah, his game it just does not look. It's basically just like putting putting it into sport mode and just trying to run like. Yeah, I hate it. I cannot try to run through. It's that. it's not pretty. It it hasn't been pretty this series at all. They Blake Griffin basically just stands at the free throw line, like inviting him to try and take a shot. Right. Um, I think that's all I had for for these series that we've been talking about. Yeah, I want Suns to win it all, though. I think the Suns are by far the most fun team, most easy team to root for. I don't like Chris Paul, but yep. Devin Booker. Devin Booker's really cool. Yes. Obviously, I gotta show some love for Jay Crowder. I like I like Mikael Bridges. Um, boss man 99 yeah yeah boss man 99 dude respect absolutely yeah you have, you have anything else to add any any uh hot takes any no um, i think i think um actually last night i was talking uh i think the clippers are the only team that can beat the nets if they if they win tonight I think, think Kawhi is done for the year, though. I think so, too. But I still think that the Clippers are the only team that can beat the Nets. I don't think so. I think the Suns could beat them. I think DeAndre Ayton's good. I think Booker's – I don't know. I just – I think the 
they don't really have a guy to guard Durant. At the same time, like the the Bucks aren't using their guy. That I mean, I guess PJ Tucker's fine, but I don't know. I think the Suns have a really good chance. I think the Suns are the best, most well on our team. Obviously, Chris Paul now. Um, is well, yeah, it protocol? We'll see what happens so, like, there. So he's how, how is this so still, How is it still a thing? Like I don't know because he's vaccinated too. Like I thought originally, like wasn't vaccinated. But they're still making go through COVID protocol, even though because he tested positive, even though he's vaccinated. Like I don't think he's showing symptoms. Yeah, but but that really just sucks. Like that just seems like some 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 fucking trickery. Yeah, some trickery the, the NBA is rigging shit. I know. Like that's just like fuck. It's like what the fuck. It's like how I feel like we haven't had one in like literally like three weeks. We haven't. Yeah. I feel like we haven't had a COVID case since the playoffs started. Yeah, there hasn't been. Yeah, and then just wild. Now, and now there's ball. a big one. There's one in hockey too. The Montreal Montreal Canadiens head coach. They're in the fucking Stanley Cup semifinals, and their head coach just got diagnosed with COVID. Well, I think Canada just like wasn't even participating in that stuff. Like they, I, obviously, they weren't letting people come back in their country. But I think like the Canada part of the NHL, it just seemed like they weren't. I feel like the NHL had like so weirdly low numbers. I, I feel like they didn't report like any cases this year. But I also because, fall because they did it. They did a really good job. Like a lot of the, like. A lot of uh, stadiums like didn't open up, even well, the like small capacity stuff. Yeah, but it's just strange. Um, it's strange. It, to the, see yeah, Chris Paul shit's weird. That's just that's just weird to me. I just was like, well, I was like, what? I, uh, maybe maybe yeah. it's just fucking David Silver or Adam Silver um, creating some narratives. Yeah, he wants the, he wants the Clippers in the finals. He does. I don't know. I, I'm my team. My team for the rest of the playoffs the Suns, but I like to see them win. I think it'd be cool. I think it would be eventually. Now it's like Chris Paul. He's annoying, but at the same time, it's like he's he's almost done with his career. It'd be cool for him to get one. Yeah, I I would be happy to see him win. I want Trey Young to get some fucking respect. It'd be cool. I don't. I don't, I don't really give a shit about Trey Young. I like Trey Young. Okay, well that was another episode of mainly Celtics. Yeah. What what are we, what are you gonna play me out on, Emery? Um, I'm gonna play out on something uh from Culture Three, New Migos. Oh yeah, I have a take about Migos. As I mentioned in the beginning, I I don't I think I just don't like the Migos. I don't think I think they're very good. Like I I, I understand they're good. I understand a lot of people do like them. I just there's not for me. Yeah. I tried I listening to Culture Three like twice, and I just like couldn't get through it. I think that's an L. I um I really like the first song. Honestly, Avalanche is my favorite one. The other one with Drake? No, that, the second one is with Drake. Avalanche okay. is the first one. It, it doesn't have like a crazy hard beat. It's just got like. Um, I, I just don't think I like their flow. Like I don't like their beats. I don't like their flow. I just, I, I don't know. Like it's just not, not my cup of tea. I understand they're very, like a lot of people like them. I'm not like shitting on them. I don't think they're bad. Yeah. I just not, not a fan. I, I, I don't know if we are the two foremost opinions either. So. No, I'm not really the, uh, the hip hop aficionado, but. Yeah. Well, yeah so I do, which so the song I pick is Avalanche by Megan. Avalanche. Okay, that's going to be easy to find. That's going to be easy to remember. Okay. See you, buddy. See you next week. Papa was a Rolling Stone, but now I got Rolling Stones in the bezel. Ice. Mama at home all alone, hustling, trying to keep this shit together. Mama. Young niggas smoking on gas, I'm living too fast, my foot on the pedal. Woo. 
If I go back to the past, my niggas ain't know we'll be rocking Coachella. Hey, if a nigga ever try me or play me, I buy him an ice dash shovel. Dig your own grave, nigga. You played yourself. I put some cash on your schedule. You played yourself. If a bitch ever try to fillet me, huh? I just sit back and let her. She got it. Think she come up off the chores, whatever. My pockets came with extra cheddar. I can see through the fuck shit. I think that my skills get better. With a stick, I'm at peace, Mandela. Mandela. I'm willing to feed whoever. How can I help you? Nobody judge you but God. You can watch us beat the odds. Beat it. This is no cat, no facade. Young, rich, and black, and we gon' beat the charge. We gone. I'm spending cash, no card. I'm liking her natural ass, no. Fraud. If she got a fake ass, of course, girl, ain't nothing wrong with enhancing this yours. From the back, from the back, we enjoy. Honey rack, I'm attack with my boy. Got the clip poking out, we be showing. In and by the check out, we be knowing. In and out, in and out, we be going. On a 757 bone. And my AP say size is the phone. Better get you some bread where you from. I spent my meals on the crib. Cover myself, F and N is my shield. I spent the dime, go run you a drill. If you do the time, come home to a meal. Double my seal, sign another deal. Cheese, six pills, money give me. Chills. I make the bitch hit her knee, she kneel I make the stick hit when I'm in the field I make your bitch lick it up like ill Spend a hundred racks on the teeth, not a grill Looking at your diamonds on your neck ain't real Nigga, you a bitch, let the Draco kill Heard what I said, spinning your block every day till you dead Spit on the edge, Cody my mans, open your legs I fuck with my stick in the bed We shooting, not fighting like Craig Bad bitches, they DM, they still in my thread They ain't never give us our cred Cut it, rose gold with the face, ruby red Put a hole in your head, not your legs Put my hands on the Head, she appeared. M I G O, nigga, that's the set. Fuck that P O, I'ma just pay. Why guns in my limo? It look like it's out. Bino, I hit your bitch. She said, Ouch, hit a high note. Ouch. I'm rich, you rich like Lino. Richie, Count rich. your blessings, don't worry about the rivals. Hey. Grandma told me, go read the Bible. Shoulda listened, still look at the sky though. Sippin', sippin', this not the Moscato. Bitch, I'm gifted, I'm smoking gelato. We been a nigga that's steppin', we came in the door when they takin' the flow, call it repo. Bite. My doggy gon' bite, no Chico. Get hit with the Draco and make him with Rico. Ain't shopping Rodeo. You wanna See the three mingo, then turn on your Vivo. The record of mayo. Gotten up cheese like I ate a bag of some Cheetos. They must forgot we the Migos. Straight from the north out the bando. I done been quiet for too long. I cut that cube in this two tone. I heard he trapping, they tapping the static. Tell that boy go get a new phone. I done been luck out the new home. Avalanche with the blue stone. I'm the shit, can't find the fit. My niggas a fridge. The rings and bricks. I retro the kick. Ain't giving no kiss, I'm giving a dick. You stand too long like you seen a ghost. So whip out your camera, take you a pic So when you get home, get back on your phone Zoom in on the flick and look at the drip She asked me to pay for the ass to get lift I told her I'm better off than you a lift Think I'ma put all my trust in the hole with no benefit Till I go jump off a cliff I got 230 a cup of that purple for ice in my drink Just to keep it on chill Fuck all that talk, you ain't been in the field Open my back account, nigga, give me chills Take off